Welcome to another episode of Xtreme. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games. That's right. And we're still digging into Super Mario 2. Yes. Episode 2 of Super Mario Bros. 2. I did, I did not expect to get that angry in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> I got a level with you. I but, expected uh, some anger, but not to that extent. I mean, everybody knows this is the black sheep of the bunch, but I yeah. thought everybody just said that to be on the bandwagon. <laughs> well, actually, they probably did, but they probably didn't know why the initial people were saying it was bad. Yeah, that's what we're here for. This is what we dig deep on. That's why we're helping you. It's like a public service. We're like those people on the sidewalk that pass out pamphlets, and then you're like, oh, thanks, and you throw that pamphlet in the garbage, because why would they give you their garbage? Yeah, that's, like, what people handing out pamphlets are doing. They're just like, here, you throw this out. <laughs> I don't remember who said that, but he's a funny I think guy. it was Mitch Hedberg. Ah, oh, I missed that guy. Or maybe, like, Dimitri Martin or something. Either way. Um, should we get, uh, should we pick up where we left off? Yeah, let's do it. Level 1-2. World 1-2. Um, starts off, thankfully, maybe they learned their friggin' lesson with some conveyance of a friggin' game mechanic. Yes, well, yes. <laughs> so they explained to you pretty well, at least in my opinion, uh, how to fly on magic carpets. Ooh. Yeah. So what they do is they put you into a situation where you can't, you can't not learn it. Right. Which is honestly the best way for a platforming game to teach you something. Right. Yeah, put you in a situation where you have to learn. That's why they do exchange, honestly, right? Or like That's why they put you in off life, in a really. foreign country and just say, like, have fun. You yeah. Just like, or that's why people say just throw them into the deep end, except don't do that with babies. They, don't, <laughs> they, they won't know how to swim either way. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely keep it controlled. 
Yes, there's <laughs> there's limits. There's an upper and lower quartile for all my math dudes and dudettes out there that, <laughs> that you safely can assume. But guess what? This is a video game. So yes. no limits. What they do to set that up is they have one enemy who's on a flying carpet and three platforms and nothing past <laughs> that point. So you can't actually progress unless you figure this out. So it continually will swoop down to you. And you've learned from last time that you can jump on enemies and throw them. So by that logic, when it swoops down, you jump on it and throw it. And then when you try to move, you realize you're not moving, but the magic carpet is moving. Yeah. And it's laid out in such a way that you can't avoid learning it. Right. Because that's what you have to do. Exactly. And based on what they taught you before, it all makes sense. Yeah. It's almost like conveyance for the first time in this game. What the hell? I mean, it would have been nicer to see it earlier in the game, but whatever. We're we're making progress. Level two, it's fine. Some conveyance is better than no conveyance. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually, as they move through here, uh, there's another little bit of conveyance in terms of the key to Fanto relationship. So Fanto being the masked enemy that is in the vases or vases, wherever you're from. (laughs) Um, so you actually, again, they put you in a position where you have to figure this out. Because the door, if you just ignored the pots first and foremost, you see that there's a lock on the door. So you're like, oh shit, this door looks different. I guess I have to do something different. And you backtrack, and you see pots that you hadn't noticed before. So you're like, oh wait, maybe I can interact with these pots. And then you bend down to like try and pick up the pot. But oh wait, you just go into the pot this time. (laughs) And you're like, oh shit, I'm in a whole new thing. I'm in an 8-bit pot. Can you go into every pot, though? Mm, We'll find out about that soon. (laughs) But then you see a mask and a key. The mask, you can run into it right now. It actually does nothing to you. But the relationship starts once you pick up that key. And then you notice that the mask starts epilepsying, like, rave lighting up. Not Mm -hmm. epilepsying, rave lighting up. Um, Strobe light. There you go. That's the word. Thank you. It's been a long day. (laughs) Um, And then you realize that if you just kind of stay still, you will get hit. Thankfully, you have two hit points before you get taken down. So you realize, oh, no, okay, he was harmless before, but now I picked up the key and now he isn't harmless. And now you've learned the Fanto and Key relationship. Yeah. Which is going to be pretty important as the game progresses. They may reuse it one or five hundred times. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then you realize, oh, wait, there's a door with the lock. I have a key. Maybe we, maybe we throw the key off of a bridge, I guess. That seems like the right option. What do you think, yeah, Joey? That's that's usually what you do to open doors with keyholes. Yeah, when I, get to key. my, when I get to my apartment, I just I look at my key and I just say, all right, here we go. And I throw the key down the hall violently. And then the door opens. And then the door opens. And then I and then somehow my keys come back. <laughs> it's like a yo-yo. Woo! 
<laughs> anyway, this is very well conveyed. First section of the yeah, of the level. I'm very impressed. Yeah. Um, and then even the second interaction that you have with uh, bombs. I say second because there was an option in the first, but it's not. It's not conveyed well what the bomb does because right. it doesn't. You know, yeah. it's an optional path. You have to already know. You have to like have already played the game. Exactly. So it's kind of like a trick for those who are who already know. Yeah. But we're playing this from the perspective that you've never played this game before. So how yeah. would you know to do that? How would you know? Anyway, the second interaction with bombs again puts you in a situation where you cannot progress unless you action what they want you to learn. <laughs> so there is a brick wall and a lot of grass. You realize from before that you can pick up the grass and you see that there are bombs there. You think, oh, this is clearly a bomb. I probably don't want to hold on to it for that long. And then you see, you throw it away, perhaps, maybe not even close to the wall, and realize that it explodes. Yes. And then you take basic math. So you say one exploding bomb plus one slightly destructible wall equals forward movement. That is the equation. That is right. the equation. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't think that my any kind of math class would come in handy, but you know <laughs> what? They didn't teach me game math. Yeah, true. What did they like? Mario teaches math. What the fuck was that? Yeah. He, taught, he taught typing, and he taught how to count. There's math, math. Bla- math blaster in the Super Nintendo game. Fuck math blaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Math Blaster, but fuck Math Blaster. Or oh Mario imagine, Blaster. Imagine we did an episode about Math Blaster. That would be <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Don't give me ideas. I will do it. <laughs> I will dig I will dig the shit out of Math Blaster. And everybody's going to be like, are you kidding me? It's just math. I'm like, no, it's n- just math plus. And never mind. Now I'm on such a tangent. Yeah, okay. Can, Paul, I need you to rope me back out of the tangent. Okay, sure. That was a way to do it. I am now very focused. We're, we're back. We are, yeah. Woo! That was delightful. In a way. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's keep moving on here. Yeah. Um, so you yeah. do make it past this brick wall. Once past the brick wall, we're you get to this area just completely outside with maybe about... Two enemies? Uh, Not even dangerous enemies. Yeah, They're just shy guys. About two. Um, and then... <laughs> and then there are eight turnips. <laughs> yes. So, you remember how we were talking about math before? <laughs> so, there's a thing called overkill. And eight turnips for two enemies, which require one mm-hmm. turnip... Uh, I think we can do that math. Uh, I think you'll need about a bajillion Wait, turnips. So what about if you take a potion, though, and you turn the turnips mm. into coins? See, that would be a fantastic idea if any of the the grass were potions in this area. 
but there's none. God damn it. <laughs> that would that would make us so much sense. Because if you have eight of those and you go to the parallel world and you pull them all out, that's eight extra life yeah. chances. Well, you, what if, Put in, if you, there's no one no, uh, potion in the earlier part of the level? I feel like there is one. Uh, probably. Um, I didn't really, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. maybe I missed and it. like, whatever. Like, no one's got time for that shit. I mean, you can go chasing and pulling out, you know, chasing waterfalls and pulling out all the turnips, yeah. but some days you just, you can't, you can't stop to smell yeah. all the daisies. You gotta get your work. Or smell all the turnips. Gotta get your work done, you know? That's right. Like Paul knows, he's gotta get all that work done. We gotta crack, crack the non-existent whip. <laughs> <laughs> No, Paul, I didn't actually mean it. Like, what? Stop it. Don't crack Stop anything. It. Also, that was also that was your knuckles. How did you... Ugh, gross. People hate that sound sometimes. Yeah. I don't, but, you know, I'm weird. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think we're pretty close to the end of this stage, yeah. unless there's anything that you wanted to particularly call out no, that I missed. basically, like, you, you just were already, like... At the boss, I guess. It's, it's a pretty sh- It's a short okay, stage. Okay, so it is... You're right. It is a fairly short stage, honestly. I, I covered pretty much every area. Yeah. <laughs> just talking yeah. about it. And then you just like um, go through a door, and then you're at the boss. Exactly. Uh, and it's the exact same boss from before. Yeah. Um, but... Since I, I don't want to leave you guys in the lurch and talk about the exact same thing, we're going to have a quick internet backstory. Internet backstory. What? What? I know, it feels like we've been forever. It's been forever. Super Mario Bros. 2, Birdo. Okay, are you ready for this? The first appearance of Birdo is in Super Mario Bros. 2, where she appears as a boss character in many levels. Serving the evil villain Wart. Birdo comes in three colors. Pink Birdo shoots eggs from her snout. Red Birdo shoots eggs and fireballs. Green Birdo just shoots fireballs. In the NES version, Green Birdo also appears as gray in World 7-1. This is pretty much just talking about Birdo. I want to I want to learn more about Birdo's personality. Yeah, Tell me about the burst, the personality, uh, personal information. That's the one I want. Personality traits, which are completely non-existent in this game. But I, when am I going to talk about Birdo? Again? No, never again. <laughs> um, Birdo is somewhat vain, as she perceives herself to be very beautiful and feminine, and often strikes eccentric poses to show off her appearance. Also, she is portrayed to be very friendly and enjoys being with the Mario crew, despite this whole game. I added that last part in. This is shown when losing a round of golf, uh, where she never... God damn it, who writes this shit? Where she never fails to be adorable. She also exudes charm and elegance. Does this dude want to date, Birdo? Uh, weird... I never um, thought of Birdo to be very attractive, to be honest. 
just a giant hole uh, in her yeah, face. Yeah, so I get the appeal. It's it's, <laughs> it's like a Yoshi, except if the nose was having an implosion. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> um, there's a lot more to go over here, specifically about her uh, controversial gender identity, mm-hmm. which is convoluted to say the least uh but i will not go into it here because this is not internet political philosophy this is internet backstory uh but i think honestly for the purposes of this game i think that'll be it yeah i mean that's basically what birdo is in this game beautiful thank you paul oh actually there is one last thing i do want to call out so put a hold on that paul um, I pulled up the Super Mario Bros. 2 instruction manual, and here we go. This is this was released in 1988, uh, where they're called Ostro, and get this, he thinks he is a girl, and he spits eggs from his mouth. He'd rather be called Birdetta. Oh God. Is that real? I don't even know what to think anymore. <laughs> but it is kind of, uh, it's good to have validation on what I was just talking yeah. about. So, there we go. This is the real end of the internet backstory. Backstory. All right, and I think that's a pretty good segue into uh, World 1-3. All right. Getting through it. So, at this point, this is maybe the third interaction with a potion, depending on if you decided to find the uh-huh. other one. Um, and thankfully it actually does keep you close to a mushroom. Um, I can't say for the second one cause I didn't do it, but this one does keep you close to a mushroom. And then based off of the information that you got last time you tried this, you remember, Oh wait, I'm going to try and pick this thing up in the 10 seconds and boom, you realize that these mushrooms give you an extra health point. So it's not quite conveyance. It's more... Because conveyance happens in a bubble, I, I like uh-huh. to think. Like, in a specific area, you are conveyed an idea, and then you expound and, it, like, expand that idea throughout a game, ideally. Right. Or throughout, a, throughout yeah. a level, for most platformers' sake. But if you have to learn... If you are exposed to something once, don't quite understand it, and then kind of are guessing at what to do, I wouldn't say that's conveyance. And if it is, it's, like, very mediocre conveyance. Yeah. More just, like, something that happens. Exactly. It's a thing that happens. (laughs) That's a better way of putting it. It's a thing that happens. (laughs) You know what happens in games? Stuff happens. Yeah, Yeah. Eric, deal with it, Zach. Digging deep. (laughs) Digging deep. Anyway. Um... Actually, funny thing, I just realized after you exit one of these, like, pocket dimensions, Mm -hmm. is that uh, enemies reset their positions once you exit a potion room, which can be semi-problematic, depending on where you threw that door down. Yeah, true, true. Specifically for for me, I threw it apparently right next to where two shy guys spawn. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just took a, a tank to hit immediately after I got my my health piece, which is like great, cool, 
Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Now I'm super. <laughs> what was the point? Anyway, uh, more just an annoyance because you can't really know that that's going to mm-hmm. happen. Either way, as we keep moving forward, um, Joey, what are your thoughts on cherries? I was just thinking about that, Zach. <clears throat> Do you tell what me. What the fuck are they for? <laughs> Exactly. What the fuck are they for? They seem to do absolutely nothing. There's, they look delicious, and they're floating in the air. They're defying the laws of gravity and physics as we know it. (laughs) They must be tasty. But there's no indication that these are helpful by the game itself. You collect one, and nothing happens. There's not even. There's not even like. An arbitrary point counter? Right. That says, like, oh, good job, you got points. Right. Just for, like, general points. Nothing. Exactly. Like, at the very least, you could have put a point counter up and say, like, you get 100 points. Yeah. But no, you get nothing. (laughs) You get nothing. Good day, sir. (laughs) Uh, But... If you actually read again, I hate that they had to result uh, to rely on this. But you, if you read the instruction manual, it does explain what they do. Oh, um, yeah. Let me get back to the instruction manual here and read what it says. Um, you'll become invincible by collecting cherries. A star man will appear when you collect enough cherries. When you pick this up, you will become invincible for a limited time. Okay. I thought the star just came what? anyway. Right? Okay, so at least it explains the relationship between the star. But, like, what? How did, what? How did we get to this? <laughs> As a, what? Like, in the, in, again... Because there's an original Super Mario Brothers, it's going to be inevitably compared to yeah. that. So before you would hit a block, and then maybe sometimes a Starman would come mm-hmm. out. But for this one, you have to collect an arbitrary amount of yeah, cherries. It doesn't even doesn't say, say how many you need. <laughs> it says collect enough. What the fuck is enough? Who knows? There probably is like. A certain amount that they just don't tell you, like that they programmed in. Probably, but Paul, how many do you think? <laughs> that was not a number. <laughs> that was just, that was a random sound. I why do I keep asking you questions? <laughs> anyway, it's just that's not conveyed at all in the game, yeah, true. which is a big problem because I mean, who has their instruction manual anymore? Yeah, you could go this whole game, you could play this whole game without figuring that out. Yes, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Mario Super Mario Brothers didn't need to explain how these mechanics worked and how these items functioned and how you summoned them, so to speak. It just it was explained by playing the game. Yeah. Ugh, why does it? If you just really see the fact that this game was really initially supposed to be something else, yeah, when you kind of put it under the yeah, knife, yeah. so to speak. Um, 
Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert, in case anybody didn't know, this game was lifted off of a Japanese game called Doki Doki Panic, uh, which is literally the exact same thing, just... Uh, without Mario characters. With different Without Mario characters. Um, anyway, I think we should keep yeah. moving on. Um, so, there is an interesting... Actually, an interesting callback to what you were talking about earlier with the whole... Can you go into every pot? Mm-hmm. Because there is a certain door that you can walk past that has a pot on the other side, just like near the edge of a, of a cliff. Nothing else there, just this pot. And you assume, oh, maybe this is a secret. Maybe I found a cool, fun secret. Mm-hmm. Then you try to go into the pot, and then you get caught, you get pot blocked. Pot blocked. <laughs> you got pot blocked. You can't get in this pot. This pot ain't for you. Damn pot sucker! You have to, you have to, <laughs> you have to know someone to get into this pot, son. <laughs> uh are we gonna have a pot bloom here? <laughs> uh, I thought there were no more pot okay. blooms in Canada. <laughs> oh, tell that to Canada Post and the Ombudsman. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so it's just odd. Why would you have that after teaching them how to go down the the pots and that there are things down them? Why would you just have a random pot out of nowhere that's nothing? That's just confusing. Yeah. Just like so now they maybe it's now they have it in their head that pots don't always do anything. Do something. Uh, I don't or know. Maybe it's lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they just didn't want to put a thing every time. That's probably the real reason. It also might be a matter of storage space, but I'm just going to go with this first line of thought. But, like, why even put the pot there in the first place? Why are we whispering? I don't know. You started it. Why did Paul put that sound effect? That makes no sense. It makes perfect sense. Well, I guess if you think about it for long enough. <laughs> anyway, so then we move into another vertical segment in the in the world here. Yes. And honestly, like the vertical segments are are what kill me. They're just they're the worst parts. Yeah. <laughs> they're just they don't they're really bad mainly because when you're horizontal, the stage scrolls with no breaks. Right. When you're doing vertical, the stage breaks. So what I mean by that is once you reach the edge of uh, an area, it needs to load the next area. And it does that by slowly panning the camera up or down into the area that you're going. Like the full screen, not just... The whole screen. No, and it's just... It's dumb because it leads to like so many unintended setbacks just based on how they set up obstacles. What if there's an enemy right there? Like, or what if you need? Yeah, what if there's an enemy that's spawning right on like a chain, and you didn't know that, and you get hit, and then you fall, and then it has to reload the falling area, and then you <laughs> fall forever. It just keeps loading the yeah, new falling area, and you're just stuck in the stupid. And loop. you don't know where to land because you can't see what's coming. You just don't know what's happening, and honestly, it's just frustrating. <laughs> Also, the climbing noise that they have when you're climbing on a uh, Mm -hmm. rope is just the worst sound effect. It's the worst sound effect. Paul, put it in for like a second. 
Yeah, see? It's the worst. <laughs> that wasn't even the sound effect and you thought it was bad. I'm not even, I'm not going to subject you to the real sound effect. I am we have more class than That's that. That's how bad it is. We're going to subject you to Paul. <laughs> uh, I don't know it's worse. <laughs> this is what you earned, everyone. <laughs> Congratulations. What do you have to say about that? That's what I thought. <laughs> I don't know. He probably made me say something stupid. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, as we keep climbing up here, there are these mushroom building blocks that are th- honestly the dumbest shit ever. Yeah. Um, they're just, first off, they're just mushrooms that are, they're not mushrooms. They're blocks. They look like mushrooms, but, you know, why would they do that? Again, if they're just trying to confuse you from the other mushroom... Again, assuming maybe you haven't seen the other mushroom and you see this for the first time, you're like, oh, is this a mushroom now? And then, no, you pick it up and you just throw it and it's gone. Yeah, that's it. Problem is, though, they give you four of these blocks. See, this is bad conveyance here. Let me paint a, a mental picture, if you don't yes, mind. please. They paste, they give you four blocks and an area that's too high for you to jump. <laughs> What you assume from that is you grab the blocks, make a little tower, jump up the tower, and climb to the top, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, you can do that. That's fine. Then you keep climbing up, and then you get to a point where it's another set of, uh, where there's no blocks anymore, but there's a jump that you can't make anymore, no matter who you are. It's too high. So, at this point, you're thinking, oh, shit, was I supposed to bring the blocks up with me? Right. So, then, you try and go back and grab the blocks and realize, oh, wait, I can't grab the blocks because then how do I get back up? (laughs) So, then, you're ostensibly stuck again because you don't know a very crucial gaming mechanic that it's not teaching you. Unless you just literally, like, happen upon it by being incredibly patient yeah because what i'm talking about is there's a super jump in this game yeah yeah and the only way to do it is you have to hold the down button for about like two seconds and then you light up and then you can jump really high yeah i i never like got what the point of that was it's like why I don't know, but at the same time, like, they don't convey that that's even an option. And the way that the player would give up, honestly, Mm -hmm. because of that weight, like, nobody would just hold down for two seconds for no reason. Yeah. Like, unless you are in a funk and you're just, like, about to fall into a coma... And you just happen to have your thumb on the down button. <laughs> and then as you're about to pass out, you see in the light up. And then your eyes widen. You're like, what the heck just happened? And then you popped out of your coma. And then grandma's safe. That's the only way. I mean, what? It's the only way you could learn is if you <laughs> accidentally almost get into a coma. Yeah, that's the, that, that's the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but do you, do you follow me there? Yeah. Paul, did you follow me there? Oh, right. well, okay. That's fine, I guess. <laughs> I mean, he the, he speaks for the people. What mm. can I say? Um, anyway, 
then you get to a pretty cool thing at the top where you know you were taught how to do the Fanto thing, so you need to fall down. But I mean, falling down is a lot more fun, granted. But at the same time, you're still frustrated from the climb up, and it's still doing that scroll thing. Still doing the scroll thing, which is annoying. It's just it, it's a cool idea. I like the chase aspect yeah. of the Fanto, yeah. but do it horizontally. Yeah, why not? Like I like the horizontal aspect because there's no there's no scrolling like that, and it's just it would be more it would be smoother. It'd be more fun, yeah. and to have a good lead in. Lead in anyway. Boss time. What? Boss, boss time? time? Boss, boss time. time. It's boss of the world boss this time. time. It's not Birdo. Yeah, it's up. Yeah, what it the is. Hell? It's a giant mouse <laughs> that throws bombs. All right. Mouser. <laughs> not to be confused with Bowser. Oh. Mouser. Anyway, this is a, actually a pretty clever fight, I gotta say. Um... It's a clever usage of the throwing mechanic mm. where you need to throw bombs back at Mauser to take him down. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, there you realize that actually you can catch bombs midair and throw them back. You don't have to wait for them to mm. fall. Um, so it's a cool way of also teaching you in that way that this is a thing you can do. You can pick up things midair yeah. if you're at the right angle. But it adds actually a lot of tension having the oh, fight yeah. be specifically with bombs as opposed to like turnips it's or something. It's scary. What if it explodes? Exactly. There's a five second timer on all of these, and if you don't throw it fast enough, you're going to take the hit. Yeah. Um, and then if you just kind of let the bombs get away from you, he's just going to keep throwing them. So you just need to like you'll keep dodging, but you gotta. It, it it's a good dynamic for a boss fight. It's the right amount of fair and challenging. Yeah. And um, you already know the concepts that it's throwing at you, so you're able to fight back. And this was definitely reused in a lot of games, this kind of concept. Exactly. But I think it's a great, a great fight. Yeah. And uh, leads me into a nice, cool little bit of internet backstory. Internet backstory. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right. Mauser appears twice in Super Mario Brothers 2. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Once with pink ears and shoes, and the other with green ears and shoes. Are you getting a pattern here? Um, in the fight in 5-3, sorry, in the fight in World 5-3 of Yumi Kojo Doki Doki Panic, which is the original Super Mario 2, was deemed too difficult... Citation needed. And was replaced by Claw Grip, a <laughs> uh, different boss. A uh, In in battle, Mauser throws bombs at the players, which explode after a short time. Uh, you need to throw three of them back and take them down. Um, in a fun twist, in the reboot on Super Mario Advance, um, some of the lines of Mauser were performed by Charles Martinet, uh, voiced him with a snide tone. Apparently, Mauser can be heard exclaiming, No way! <laughs> when he is taken down. That was my snide Sounds voice. Sounds like a Beastie Boys. <laughs> <laughs> he could very well be a Beastie Boy. We don't know. I mean, have you seen the shades? He's got shades oh, on, yeah. so who knows? True. 
Uh, but he was also in uh, Super Mario Brothers: The Super Show, and the only reason I called out is because for some reason they made him German. <laughs> and the only reason I say that is because of this quote here: "You're about to learn about it the hard way." <laughs> uh, that's good. Thank you. Um, but that's all I got for Mauser's internet backstory. Internet backstory. Internet backstory. Okay, and we're yeah. at time. Honestly, I think we did a good job. Uh, we're going so. That was a great job. Yeah, good job to us. Put in a high good five job. sound effect. That was whatever. Anyway, yeah, that, I think we did a good job. Well, that was a real high five. Yes, that was a real high five with our butts or something. Um. <laughs> so thank you guys again for listening. Honestly, really. Hi. Sorry. Really, Hi to. Mm-hmm. High two with our butts. <laughs> so, that's a high two. <laughs> yeah. anyway. don't, don't undercut my thanking of the audience <laughs> with our talk about butts. Actually, we, we should do that more often. Anyway, thank you guys so much <laughs> for listening again. Really appreciate it. If you want to get in touch, you know how. Uh, send an email. It's the extreme. Uh, Joey, can you tell spell it out for him so I can take a drink? I think so. Okay. I... T S T H E X S T R E A M. Yeah! Just Google that. Yay! Google it. Google that. Minus Google the it. at gmail.com thing. Google yeah. it. Yeah, check us yeah. out. We have a website, we have an Instagram, we have a Facebook, we have a Twitter. For however long those social media sites exist, who knows? Um, but yeah. I know we're going like so slow, and there are like seventeen more levels to go through. Oh yeah, we'll and get anyway, faster I mean, exponentially. Uh, I think. Joey, do you you yeah. see that over there? It's like a white. It's like a white. Yeah, it's like a white. Ooh, I would say it's a door, recording. but like it's just pouring out white light. I I I kind of I kind of can't stop looking at it. That. I want to like I want to go check it opening. out. I but but look at it. It's so yeah. Is that heaven? Shiny and white. No. Zack. No, Zack. Don't. Don't don't walk, don't walk, don't. Zack. No. 